St. Marie's Dave Brodick. As someone with a genetic condition of albinism, people often notice him for his white skin and hair. This week, his story was posted on a United Nations website aimed at raising awareness about albinism. Brodick teaches in the Department of Psychology at Algoma University, and I've reached him at home to hear more about his story. Good afternoon. How's it going? Good. Thanks for taking our call today, Dave. Not a problem. Uh, Can you explain to me a bit about albinism? What causes it? Uh, it's a genetic disorder. Uh, there's a whole series of them. Um, there's like a bunch of different kinds. The one I have is called ocular cutaneous albinism, or OCA1. And I, I don't have, long story short, it's not really this simple, but I don't have the, I can't make uh, pigment. So I don't have the gene that makes melanin. I see. Okay, so I don't have, uh, so my hair is, uh, you said white. It's actually, if you look under a microscope, it's clear, which is kind of cool in a way. Oh. Uh, my skin uh, is white uh and so and my eyes are um very almost a steely blue let's go with that um and the other thing that so i say sunburn very easily but also the other issue is that um melanin guides the growth of the visual system so i'm legally blind with my glasses on so when people say oh yeah me too i'm legally blind and then they put their glasses on they drive a car yeah my glasses on things just look a little bit bigger Okay, so. it's, and and I, I don't mean to ask this question. Perhaps yeah, you can ask anything you want. Is, is are, are most people with albinism? Do they have uh, some sort of visual impairment? Heck yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, okay. uh, these, you might see something as decent vision as decent as twenty seventy, but mine's more common is somewhere around twenty two hundred, twenty four hundred. So I see I have ten percent of normal visual acuity with my glasses mm-hmm. on. I see in standard definition. If you see in high definition, I see. Okay. What, what was it like growing up in, in the Sioux with this? Well, I was in the Sioux. I'm, I'm actually, I grew up part of my time in Sudbury, actually, uh, okay. and also in London for the most part. Um, it was, yeah, you get bullied a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Things are a lot better, I think, with kids, the special needs kids now than they were when I was a kid. But, you know, you get made fun of. Um, every kid gets made fun of, but you get made fun of more often when you stand out. Um, and I stand out. Um, so there was that. I mean, there's things you can't do. Um, I will say that my parents never let me use it as an excuse. So, I mean, I, I played hockey for, for Kipling Playground in Sudbury. Good for you. Uh, yeah. Uh, I played football in high school in London. Um, I was, and I was awesome. And I, I, I like to think that. <laughs> I really wasn't. Um, you know, so, I mean, there were times it was very hard, uh, very yeah. lonely, because there's no one to talk to. This is one in 17,000 live births. So it's not like you can go to your mom and say, what would it like when you had albinism? Right. <laughs> my mom and my dad didn't. They just carried bad copies of the gene. Uh, right? Well, so it, it uh, my kids are carriers as well. I see. Um, obviously, because they have to be. So, did um... You, did you feel lonely? Was at, there was nobody to talk to. Yeah, did you feel lonely at times because of that? Or? Heck yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, as much as I have, I have an amazingly supportive family. My, my late father and my mom were amazing, and my brother and sister. Um... I should also just say that, you know, they couldn't understand. There was no common frame of reference. Um, you know, uh, there's literally, there was nobody to talk to. I think there was one guy that came and talked to me at one point. That might have been in London. Um, but, you know, like in a city the size of Sudbury, there's going to be, doing some quick math in my head, like six of us, of I us, see. of my people. Uh, and there's going to be like three of us in the Sioux. Uh, so... 
and I've not met the other two here. <laughs> so, uh, chances are, so I'm the guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that kind of thing, yeah, it was lonely and it was tough. And, you know, schools weren't nearly as, um, I hate to use the word proactive, but I'm going to. That's okay. Uh, proactive about bullying um, as they are today. So stuff would happen and a lot of times it'd be, oh, boys will be boys. Oh, don't worry. Learn how to tough it out. T- grow stiff up. Stiff upper lip and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that kind of yeah. crap. <laughs> so I ended up, <laughs> I ended up, uh, I ended up growing up very quickly. Um, you know, by the time I was eight, <laughs> I was... You, you, knew, you knew life could be tough and, and is tough yeah. and was going to be. And, yeah, and I mean, I, I shouldn't overstate that. I mean, I, I've read, led, in some respects, a very charmed life. I've, I've got an amazing family. I've, uh, I've, uh, I've got a very good job. I'm an associate professor of psychology at Algoma University. Go Thunderbirds. Uh, and I've, I've done very pretty well in my life. And mm-hmm. I've met a great woman who I'm married to. I've got these two great kids, and i got this great family. Um, but I couldn't have done it without all that great support. How did how did your story end up uh, getting involved with this campaign for the for the United Nations? Well, Kofi Annan called me. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. Okay. Um, what happened was this website came up over a face, my Facebook feed. Um, I belong to a couple of uh, uh, albinism groups on Facebook, yep. and it, this was about maybe in March, might have been February, and they said submit your story. Uh, and there were all these really famous people. I mean, people that are really well known. There's a woman who's a high court judge in Kenya. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just some psychology professor in St. Marie. So I just typed in my little story and um, sent it off. And I guess it was last, was it Saturday or when it was Friday? Um, I got an email from someone from Geneva, which just rarely happens to me, mm-hmm. from the UN um, uh, saying, you know, we want to use your story. Can we use it? And we were getting all excited because my daughter was graduating from university that day. Um, and she won the gold medal, the uh, Governor General Silver Medal, just that I throw that out there. Uh, right. And... It was like, yeah, sure, why not? And then next thing you know, the next day, I guess Saturday or Sunday, it's up on the Internet, and uh, it was pretty cool. Cool. Well, what do you hope people take away from the campaign? I think the most important thing that people can get is that if, if let's say that, well, there's a couple things, I guess. The first thing is that if you are, let's say your kid's got albinism, and you know it pretty quickly, because when your baby, when the baby comes out and he's got white hair and really pale skin and such, uh, you go, well, what's going on here? Um, so... A lot of people wonder, you know, and they don't have anybody to talk to. And I see this a lot in these Facebook groups, and they say things like, well, what do I do? What, what can my kid accomplish? Um, anything but be a Formula One race car driver or an NHL hockey player. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to be able to do that. Or, you know, a professional sunbather, if that's a job. Um, also, for people that do have albinism, um, there are there is – the only thing that limits you is – your own abilities and the support you get. So if you get right. good support from your family, and um, you, you can do almost anything. I mean, I would never be a. It'd be a bad idea for me to do like brain surgery. So I've <laughs> with a lack of vision. A rat once. Um, <laughs> it's cool, but you know uh, that kind of thing. So I think if people can get that away from it, uh, and that uh, you know. Even in North America, uh, it's much tougher for people in Africa. But for those of us in North America, even um, we're just people, and uh, we oh, and we don't have magic powers. <laughs> thanks, thanks for the reminder, and, and and thanks for sharing your story with us, Dave. I think it's great that you're putting yourself out there, and I hope it uh, I hope it pays back. Not a problem. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Have a great day. You too, man. That's Sault Ste. Marie's David Brodick uh, teaches in the Department of Psychology. <laughs>
so now let's hope it doesn't I didn't hit any buttons or anything okay good yeah so uh, we we had actually we just had some technical difficulties which you haven't heard and there's no live stream so you no one knows this and I don't know why I'm mentioning it this this podcast this no I'm not really that upset the only thing I'm upset about is this morning as usual we recorded our grocery podcast and it's gone I tried to mix mix it down with Boss Truck Studio it started to mix then it went bang and it just crashed oh it crashed in the middle of it and then and it gave, exported it? Yeah, and then it gave me 18 minutes, which uh, was only... Remember in the car when I said, hey, it stopped recording? Yeah. Well, and then I, it started back up. And I was like, oh, we just had... A, I must have hit the pause button. Yeah. Well, it gave me up to that point. Oh. <coughs> so something weird happened. Mm. So anyway, um, we lost all that. And then... So now, we still have just heard my interview on the radio. Okay. So I've got that same introduction. Dave, Dave Brodeck. Still Dave Brodeck, famous uh, internet albino <laughs> Dave Brodeck uh, from uh, Sault Ste. Marie, who has albinism. I pronounced it albinism on the CBC. I guess some people pronounce it that way. Albinism. I've got all the binism. <laughs> all your binisms <laughs> belong to us. Um, so, mm, a few of my internet friends listened listened in live last yesterday. I know yeah. Jason Reese from Up in His Brain listened in live. Um, yeah. Jason Bush, the he alien CG. A lot on your stuff. He's a very funny guy. You should hear his recent episode of his show where he makes fun of late night QRM. Oh, and fun, of course, you know. But it's you have to, it's such such an inside joke. There's probably six people in the world that actually Yeah get that joke because mm-hmm. you'd have to not only know Jason, like the intersection of sets, it may not be six, but it's not, it's not 200. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, it's pretty funny. Um, mm-hmm. so he was commenting a few other people did. And then I posted an MP3, uh, which I cleaned up a little bit. I, 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 uh, the CBC doesn't release it as MP3. So I just use audio hijack and, and took it off their website. So I'm sure that's illegal. We just did. We've, uh, but we own the CBC. We're Canadian taxpayers. So really, when you think about it, uh, Evan Solomon owes me some art. Mm. Yeah. So, yes. So, um, we talked about al- your albinism. We, albinism. Yeah, my albinism, yes. Um, I think one of the, well, one of the things I mentioned was in the interview was how I had nobody else I could talk to about it. Yes, yes, I, I, that's, uh, yeah, I... I figured that because you had a family, you had mm-hmm. us, and you had friends, yeah. sort of, yeah. that you didn't feel lonely, but you said that you felt lonely. No, but this, this is before. This is when I'm a teenager. That's yeah. when, I'm, when I was in elementary school, high school. Not by the time I met you. I felt, I felt a little bit sad after that. I thought... Really? Well, I thought... Poor Dave, you know. Yeah, it's been tough. You know, you've said, you've said every day of your life, oh, I wish I could see, I wish I could see, well, I wish I could see. It but, comes up. <laughs> but, you know, like, aside from that, the frustration of not seeing. Yes. I didn't think that you felt some kind of loneliness from being one of your, your people. <laughs> yeah. Other albinos that uh, you'd you'd feel great being in a room with ten albinos. No, that would be weird. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't like that. <laughs> I wouldn't like that. 
we're very we we're very shifty. You can't trust us. So um, no, that would be weird because I wouldn't expect to see it. I don't it expect. It was a professor who had all been Charles team. Crawford um, from uh, Simon Fraser, evolutionary psychologist, pioneer that of evolutionary was the psychologist. Only other albino that I ever talked to or met. But weren't you part of the NOAA group? I'm part of the group. I'm, I don't belong to NOAA, but I'm part of the the group on, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. That's where I saw this thing, this, this UN thing. Uh, I came across there. Um, and um, I thought about um, when I met you that I didn't know you had albinism. And a lot of people don't know that you have albinism. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's it's right. hard to, it's easy to forget, you know, because sure. I forget it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but you can't see. You're, you're walking fine. You're, you know, you do things, you type, you, yeah. you know, like you do everything the same as I do. Except closer. Just <laughs> once in a while. That I remember, you know, if you bump into something or <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Or well, you I mean, can't see something because it's written too small. Yeah. But even I now, I can't see anything. Right. Like there was a little can of varnish and I couldn't even read the print on it. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah. Now, was it blurry? Well, or was it just you couldn't see it? It was kind of... Now my eyes seem to do a lot of shifting. Mm-hmm. Like I've noticed that these days. Okay. Things seem, seem to... My eyes can't focus very well oh. sometimes. Really? Yeah. Maybe you're one of us. You don't know it. <laughs> but yeah. When I'm tired or when I just worked out, let's say. Okay. Like I've just finished work working out. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, like... I, I didn't know, and then um, we talked about um, your your uh, uh, how you don't go in the sun. And yes, um, I try to avoid the sun. We'll talk about this. You said well. You we said you wanted about your father. You said your stuff. Have you put your? That's stuff right. On? Uh, well, I wore sunscreen, of course, and I wore sunscreen before anybody wore sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Back before there was the word sunscreen. Mm-hmm. And Dad always called it my stuff. I always said, "Did you mm-hmm. put your stuff on?" And I had, we had this stuff called stuff. This sunscreen I had was called Paba Film, mm-hmm. and it was with Paba. And Paba is a um, great sunscreen. It's also a carcinogen. So um, you buy this stuff. Hey, cancer. Yeah. So the good thing about it, though, okay, so fine. It prevents skin cancer. Perhaps it causes another kind. Um, the thing about it, though, was that it's it's, al- it's alcohol soluble. So. It was in an alcohol solution, right? So you'd spray it on, and then the alcohol would evaporate, and then you'd be left with sunscreen all over your arm, let's say, or whatever. But no greasy feeling. None of that, like, one of the things I hate about wearing sunscreen is the fact that it, it's, it's, it's like rubbing butter into your body. You know, and I, I sweat a lot. Uh, it's, I've been described as someone who sweats like a broadback. And what ends up happening is... Yes, and especially if you wear glasses, you sweat, and then it's sweat mixed with this sort of fat. You know, it's 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 like you're making a sauce. You're making your own gravy, and then it ends up on your glasses, and you've got these streaks of sunscreen sweat grossness all over yourself. It's horrible. Uh, my glasses are never clean in the in the summer the whole time because there's always like I'll sweat, and then I look at them. Ah, oh, it's all sunscreen stuff, and I take them off, and I try to clean them off with my shirt, but of course my fingers have this shit on. Yeah. <laughs> it's just awful. So- 
when you were younger, yeah. um, you were the odd one about that, but today... Today, everybody we wears sunscreen. We cover our kids with sunscreen. And justifiably. We, we always watch them because of the, the ozone layer sure. and not, not protecting us as much. Yep, that's right. So people can understand you now that way Yes. Uh, much more than before. I'm not the only person that wears sunscreen anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not the only person that doesn't have a tan. Yeah, and uh, that uh, doesn't want to stay in the sun for too long. Yes. Yes. Um, It's something that we have to be more mindful of mm -hmm. than other people. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and um, then, oh, I had it. We we talked about something else. Oh, uh, movies where um, people with final words. That's right. because the only ones that I saw were either magic, like uh, <laughs> yeah. powder, that mm-hmm. movie powder, mm-hmm. or evil in the heat, and in uh, Da Vinci Code. Oh, I don't remember that. Yep, the Da Vinci. My mom told me that a new movie came out called Rebel that had uh, a Nazi uh, albino really? child in it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, anyway, go go ahead. No, no, so, well, whatever. Uh, I think that, well, the, the thing, of course, about the heat wasn't that it was a character with albinism, and it wasn't, like, they made fun of the guy for his albinism, which he didn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't make fun of the fact that he was a jerk, mm-hmm. right? So it was like they were tossing really hurtful racial things at somebody, yes. for example. like. It just didn't. That's that really bothered it's too me. Too bad that they did that. It was, and you know what? They probably didn't know anybody with albinism, and they didn't care. And ha ha ha. Yeah. Um, they found a new thing to oh, laugh at. Let's laugh at these people. There's so few of them. Mm-hmm. Um, see, it's funny because I remember on SCTV, you had Jack. Remember the remember uh, what's his name? Um, Martin Short would be Jackie Rogers oh, Jr. Yeah. yeah, he he was an albino, right? Yeah. Look at the way he held his eyes. Yeah. They're all kind of fucked up, and like one's looking one way, one's looking the other, like mine are. He had the yeah. white skin, the white hair, and the thing is, it must be that Martin Short knew funny. someone with albinism. No, I thought it was hilarious yeah. because they weren't making fun of his albinism. Just like for some reason, they made him into a guy with albinism. I thought that was great, right? That was really, really funny. Yeah, Jack A. Rogers Jr. for President Babe. Yeah, it was great, right? It was really, really funny. But they never once made fun of the albinism. I think it was that Martin Short just knew a guy, and he thought, you know what? I could do an impression of the way this guy holds his eyes and kind of squints a lot. I'm going to make this character a guy with albinism. I thought that was great. Because they never once were making fun of the fact that he had albinism. Yeah. I thought that was wonderful. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the character... Why they picked that, I don't it know. It was implicit, it wasn't explicit. Well, no, but they never said, stupid Jackie Rogers Jr. is an albino, look at the guy with the white hair, ha, yeah, ha, but ha. Yeah, just, he looked funny. That was the point. It was just different. But, I mean, yeah. he, he didn't have... That was not the main part of the character. It was just for some reason they made the character <laughs> like that. I never understood why. Um, but it was funny. So, I mean, I, I really liked that character, and I thought it was funny. And it never even came close to offending me. 
and that was on when I was in high school and exceedingly uh, sort of was more sensitive about these things. Whereas now, I'm not that sensitive about it. But when I watched the movie The Heat, that hurt me. Mm-hmm. And I was 47 years old, and it hurt me. Like, it really viscerally hurt me. It made me suddenly feel like I was 16 and getting bullied again. I know, and um, I found it very funny, and you were mad at me. Was I mad at you? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't remember that, but I, I, I believe you. Um, it sounds like me. <laughs> so, it sounds like something I do and overreact to. Um, but yeah, it, 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 it upset me. Um, you know, totally. Um, I just found that, that, that movie funny, so, you know, the women were, were hilarious. I'm not a big Melissa McCarthy fan to begin with. Oh, so. well, I know, but a lot of people I are. thought it was funny. And apparently her new movie, uh, Spy, or Spies, or Spy, yeah. is apparently great. Oh, yeah. People are going nuts about it. Oh, yeah. Talking about how great it is. Um, so, good on it. Um, but yeah, I mean... I don't want to say it's all. I mean, as I said in the interview, I, I've, I've in, in, the, in the long run, I've, I've lived a pretty decent life. You know, I've got these, this great family. You've got you guys and great mom and dad and exactly. brother and sister. And, ah, I'm okay. You're good, Dave. I'm okay. You're one of the good guys. Well, you're very kind to say that. You're very kind to say that. Um, now, there's been another, uh, in the ongoing media frenzy, the media feeding frenzy about Madeline's Governor General's Award. There's a yes. new article out today. Uh, so that's kind of exciting. I linked that on the Facebook. Yeah. Um, the Stephanie Petroni article? Yeah. Yeah. I really liked in it that Maddie said everybody shouldn't want to go to university because everybody shouldn't go to university. I think that's brilliant. Well, she said, um, Something you know what you love. Yeah. You don't have to go to university, that's what she said. Yeah, and I think that's good, because not. I think more people ought to hear that. Um, well, the other thing that I, I never heard Maddie say that, um, she said that she stayed in, in uh, the IB program because I told her that she could do it. See? Yeah, but she never told me that. Well? I, I, I always said, well, you didn't want to, and then people... Uh, we told you that you, we would respect whatever, whatever your choice would be. We didn't mm-hmm. force you. But I thought that you said that people in your program had uh, um, said, no, no, you're, you should stay. Like, she never credited me before. Well, right there she did. She would argue with me when we'd talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right there she Which did. Which is so funny. Well, that was pretty nice, though. It's weird, though. Well, you're weird. <laughs> so the, uh, that's pretty nice, though, that she gave, gave you the credit there. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know, and there's going to be a big article in the uh, on the university website about us, our family. And because how it's all about us, family. It's affair. not about Maddie. <laughs> well, really, when you think about it, the last few days, the last couple of weeks have shown that our family is a media juggernaut that cannot and will not be stopped. Um, <laughs> Moving right I along. Was, I was thinking about Madeline, and um, she started university with the best marks. Yes. And she got the scholarship for the best grades. The best grades. Yes, she did. 
Now, people could look at it and be cynical and say, well, Dave Brodbeck is her father and she took seven courses with you. And, she did. And they could say that you gave her preferential treatment. They could say that all at once, a crock of shit. But she started out with a 90 what? 92 average? 91? I don't know what her average was going in. It's hard to say what her average was going into uh, university because... She was marked on a different scale because of that IB thing, so it's yeah. all about points and they yeah. get your grades in a course are at a seven. Yeah. So I don't know. Okay. I honestly have I didn't no idea. Even know what her final grade was? What in high school? No, now. Now I I, I did because I'm on the committee it's that like looks 93. at the ninety three point six. I think it was ninety three point six was her average. Wow. Yeah. Like I didn't know that at all. Yeah, that's pretty high. So I mean, we're not a family that. That looks at grades and says, ah, you know, no. do your do your best. You, you know, like do your best. And we don't push people and we don't talk about their grades all no. the time. Do your best. We don't. We've never said that to Maddie. No. Don't never said say it. that to John. Jonathan. No. I've always told Maddie, if you have seventy plus, that I'm happy with that. If you go under seventy, we'll start. Finding you some extra help, or we'll we'll look at what the problems are, or yeah. whatever, and, and we'll deal with it when when it gets. We've to never that. really had to worry about her. She had trouble with math for a while, time, yeah. but she doesn't have a problem no. with it at all, no. obviously. No, and she did um, have some. Um, Problems with procrastination in high school, mm-hmm. but considering that it was, you know, how ever what's the word? Not uh, how pervasive or how mm-hmm. ubiquitous. ubiquitous the computers were mm-hmm. and the technology and mm-hmm. the cell phones. Yep, that that's hard for 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 that generation. It's been hard to. To adapt to that. Oh, well, it's hard for anybody. Yeah. Yeah. So, she she just has a natural talent for um, when when she really likes a subject or if she likes anything, the information just very naturally gets in her mind and it stays there. And I know that because when I did the psychopathology class with her, mm-hmm. I had to work really hard yeah. to keep up on top of her. Yeah, and she and was 15 she, at the time. She beat me in the final yes. exam yeah. because her answers were better. And I was like a little bit resentful <laughs> <laughs> of, yeah. of of uh, Russ, and she was a great, and she was a kid going. How can it be? You know, she was going into grade eleven, and you had a degree, and we're teaching at the university. Yeah, and she. <laughs> yeah, and already like, and I, I would read her answers. Like we would study together. Yeah, that was really and, neat that you did that. You cited in that class. It was really cool. And she would, she would get the information. I would just like get stuck on certain things mm-hmm. and like always kind of try to like I always check is that right is that right <laughs> she'd be no blah 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 <laughs> blah 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 oh 
No, no, it's not that, Madman. You just wait. You just wait a couple of years when she's doing like fucking high end neuroscience. She comes home. So, what are you working on? Uh, well, we're looking on the fornix uh, thymia in the um, uh, hyperstrand of ventrale of uh, songbirds, and uh, oh, yeah. looking at the early gene expression in. <laughs> Because she's going to start talking like that. Too. And her history, she never liked history, but her history papers were so good. They yeah, I remember so that. Well I remember reading a thing she wrote. She asked me when I was using grade eight. She said, can you read this? I said, I'll read it. Um, I've always been like this. I don't, I never helped her with her homework. Mm-hmm. I said, no. I'll, I said, I'll read it. Uh, and I'll tell you if the English is okay. I didn't either. I said, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know. She said, I don't want you doing it. Just read it. Can you read it and see if it makes sense? So I read it and I said, where'd you copy this from? Because it was too good. She said, I wouldn't do that. I wrote this. I said, uh, uh, this is written better than most things my students write. Uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're 13. And that kind of pisses me off a little bit. I was so happy when she decided to do our program because it's like, I'm going to get to actually read things she writes. Yeah. Um, you know, this is not meant to be the all Madeline's great hour, but um, she's pretty special, and she had this. She's you know, um, when she's and she's so unassuming. She's so unassuming about it. Uh, she doesn't throw it in people's faces, which is. If I had that know, fucking Governor General's medal, I'd be walking around wearing it. I'd be walking around going, "Hey, you got one of these? You got one of these? Hey, asshole, you got one of these?" I'd go to a bar and they'd say, "You got any idea?" Go, yeah, I got an idea. And also, you smartest punch, kid in the university. You punch a big hole in the middle of it and wear it as a medal. Fucking right, I would. <laughs> they ask you for ID at the. If they ask you for ID at the liquor store. Yeah, here's my driver's license, and here's my "I'm the smartest person in town" medal. And you know what? It doesn't even. You know, like, it's just, it's just kind of regular for me. It just doesn't. She's a bright kid, and she always has been, so we're kind of used to that, yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's Maddie. Yeah. But what's great about it, as far as I'm concerned, is, is that she's gotten it, and nobody can take it away from her. No, that's, education's like that, yeah. That's the beauty of education. That's her merit. Yeah. And she will always have that. And I'm thinking if she continues in this same path, it's going to mean um, somehow it's validity. It, it validates a lot of things for her. Sure. It's just this added added thing that, mm-hmm. that she can always put in her CV and she'll always have it. And I think that looks really good for her. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, um, you know, it will help her get get ahead and one day have a lab, maybe. You know, like, just oh, yeah. one one little thing. Maybe it's not, not nothing impressive. I yes. don't know what people think of that, but I think when you see that in a CV... Oh, no, that's that impressive. early, 21... You yeah, know? no, that's impressive. And she started university with the best grades and always had the yeah. John McGrath or whatever. Yeah. McGrath, um, McGrath. The McGrath Scholarship at the university, which is the one that you get is the person with the highest grades going into the university. And when she she finished uh, um, high school, no, uh, elementary junior, school, yeah, 
elementary school, she had a whole bunch of little medals there, too. She won, won six awards that year. Yeah. The only thing she didn't win was the French award, which was bizarre because she probably spoke French better than her French teacher. Yeah. And she didn't win um, girl or boy athlete of the year. Because <laughs> she's never been in, in athletics and she can't win the boy one, what with her not being a boy. But she, um, she won everything else. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't win anything in her IB. No. No. No, she got the same kind of award I got. I got an award. It seems like high schools have these awards, these leftover yeah, awards I, for like. Yeah, this, Yay! Yay, Dave! Like, no, it's like... Dave Award! <laughs> this is the same discussion probably went on using exactly the same language uh, at, at Cora Collegiate and at South Collegiate back in 1984 uh, compared to Cora in 2011. It was like this. Broadbeck's an okay kid. He doesn't want a goddamn thing. Let's give Broadbeck an award. Okay, what, what do we have? And I got what's called the Lion's Pride Award for the South <laughs> yes. Lions. Um... An award for the outstanding achievement in the field of excellence goes to Dave Brown back. And, and Natalie got the one I think we jokingly said it was for um, most surly student. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, and high schools always have those ones. It's like the extra one. And this this award is for, uh, let's see, he didn't win anything here. He didn't win any academic awards. Uh, yeah, she gave Maddie something. She's got a big scholarship going to a local university. And uh, Oh, that's what she had. She had the Algoma, had the Algoma Award or something. She, well, she, she got she got an award for the scholarship she was going to get was was it mentioned? I think it. Yeah, that's what she got. She got the Algoma University Award. The student that had the highest grade going into Algoma University. Yes. Uh, yes, that is correct. Because other students uh, that went to that school went to Algoma, but they didn't know she was getting the. Smartest kid ever, the university award yet. No, or going no, to the no, university no, award. No, no they, they couldn't have known that had yet. Their own because she was the smartest person. Like she had the highest grades of anyone entering the university that year. Yeah, yeah, of any from yeah. anywhere, not just from her high school. So, but yeah, I mean, look, I, I didn't have anything like I, I didn't want a goddamn thing. I've never, I've won a fucking thing in my life. I I I was thinking about this, and Maddie is the kid that I never knew. That's <laughs> on everything. <laughs> she is that kid now, you know? Like, and it's weird. It's a little weird. I mean... Uh, well, I'm thinking about her average, and I can't... <laughs> I can't believe it, you know? You, so you never taught her. I can believe it totally. All, no, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's like I believe it, but at the same time, <clears throat> I'm thinking, that means that... She's had to have, you know, courses, so many courses that she got, you know, 96, 97, yes. 98 yes. for, yes. and then a few where she got, maybe her lowest mark was 89. No, no, she got about an 80, I think she got 83 in, in geography in first year, she told me. Yeah, 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 that was her lowest grade, yeah. Yeah. you know? I, the lowest grade I got university was a 70. I got a 70 in international relations. And, um, I cannot. I was the queen of eighty-two percent or eighty-one percent. But eight, that's you know those are those are excellent grades, eighty-two. I eh? know because the the old times and with history, that's harder. In science, there's only one answer. You know, oftentimes. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm not downgrading. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not nobody's taking it that way. She did have to write um, final exams with short um, answers and long answers, and she had no to essays have and essays. She did an honors thesis, and she's written a lot of essays. Believe me, I've marked quite a few of them. Um, but she writes well. She writes very well, she, and she's a good science writer. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a hard kind of writing. Uh, you've probably you've never written like that, have you? Where like. Short clipped sentences. Get to the point. Don't yeah, quote anybody. No, I have never. It's a really. If you've never written that way, it's a really hard way to write because it's it's. You're no. most people are used to writing where they are putting their opinion in, where they're backing things up with quotes, and it's like usually in the sciences, if you use a quote, it's like saying to somebody, "Well, I don't really know what this means, so I think I'll just use their words." <laughs> And that's because you you know our data are real data. Our data aren't quotes. Quotes are data in history. Quotes are data in English, right? Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So data from such and such. Yeah. yeah. This guy said this on this day. Yeah. Sir Walter Raleigh said, "Boy, tobacco looks like a good thing. I'll <laughs> smoke it." You know. But next few days, a couple of. You know, 30 years later, he said, I've got this horrible cough. My chest hurts all the time. And he died of lung cancer. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm just so proud of her. That's well, yeah, all. That's fine. You should be. She's, I'm proud of her as well. She saved herself yeah. throughout all this. And pretty she much. had a, a pretty traumatic um, breakup. Yeah. And uh, it, didn't, uh, it didn't bring her down. And, uh, well, she threw herself, she mentions that in that article, eh? Yeah. She threw herself into her schoolwork, mm-hmm. um, which is what you do. You know, you throw yourself into work. I know when, when my dad was sick, that's what I did. I, I don't think I worked, the only time I worked harder in my whole career was graduate school, uh, except when, when my dad was sick. It was the only time when in my professional career I've worked as hard as I did in graduate school, like, and put as much time in, because it, it kept me away from thinking about shit. And I've given that advice to people. People have come to me that are having a rough time. Either they're having a family troubles or they're having um, somebody sick in their family or something. And I'll often say to them, work hard. You'd be amazed what, what a whole bunch of hard work will do. First of all, you'll get shit done that you don't think you're going to get done. And secondly, it distracts you because I know you want to do your best. So you'll work hard and you'll try to do a good job. So, yeah, actually, it's, a very str- it's, a, it's an interesting approach. I don't think it works for everybody, but it's worked for me. And it worked apparently for Maddie too. So, um, uh, yeah. Whenever I've had really rough times, I've worked hard. I really have. Like it, it's just that's what I've done. You know. Um, yeah, that's that's typically what I've done. Uh, Maddie's at a wedding tonight, and she just texted me that. Uh, I said, well, when you go in with low expectations, everything's fun. So that's she said. That's what I always do. <laughs> so she's, yeah. having, she's having a good time. <laughs> um, yeah. What else is What else has been happening? Soon, John finishes grade eight too, which is kind of exciting. Oh yeah. You know, that's coming up. Mm-hmm. What is it? Tuesday? Yeah. Yes. That's very exciting. Tomorrow is Father's Day. Tomorrow so is Father's Day. I have to cook you. A- you don't, Thank you, you don't have to do. You don't have to do anything. Well, I want to. to do Just stay the fuck out of my way. <laughs> 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 
No, no, you, you don't have to do anything, but if you want to, that's that's different. That's different. I'm also working on Harold and the Purple Crayon. Yes, explain Harold and the Purple Crayon to the people. It's a, it's a children's book, and I, um, the, the uh, autism material people want to have a float in the um, rotary, um, rotary days. Uh, yeah, the... What is parade? It yeah, it's a downtown festival parade thingy. Yeah. And uh, they're they're going to do Harold and Purple Crayon. And I said, I can build uh, a little a 3D version of Harold. And this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Now, right now, it's, kind of, it's looking kind of creepy. <laughs> because it's covered <laughs> in tape. Yeah. And... Um, it looks, um, you know, as if I <clears throat> have like a, some kind of dead person there, yeah. you know? Yeah, It's vaguely uh, scarecrowish. We haven't seen a single crow in the house since you've uh, been making the thing, so and every time, it works. And actually, once I came up the stairs and I went, ah, like this. Well, when I was sitting in the kitchen, yeah. yeah. Every I, I I was cooking last night. I'd look around and go, Ugh! it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Today I, I come upstairs and I, I bent over to put something in the garbage on the way upstairs, and it, the fucking thing attacked me. And it's got that metal pole sticking out of it, it hit me right in the head, and I screamed. And I went ah because it hurt. It got a little cut in my forehead, and uh, John thought I was mad at him, and I he's like going ah you're mad, and I went no 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 no. Come here, come here, look, I'm bleeding. Aren't you happy now? <laughs> and then he was okay. It's like, oh, you got hurt. Well, as long as you're not mad at me, I'm fine. So I'm bleeding from my head. And he's like, oh, well, that's okay. I guess I'll just go over here then. Um, but yeah, it, it'll be pretty cool, though. Yeah. Papier mache or Harold chalk drawing, not chalk drawing, purple crayon. Yeah. He's yeah. not unlike Simon in the land of chalk drawings. That's right. Right. Same kind it's of idea, is it not? Similar. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, so I'm trying to build that. And, um, oh, what else? There seems to always be like a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff on the go. Yeah. Yeah. And the uh, first camping trip of the season is coming. Mm-hmm. So there'll be a camp cast perhaps soon. Those are fun. Those are always fun, um, and I always like, uh, yeah, I always like those because, it's like, you know, you get the, who knows what it's gonna be like? Like, maybe really a lot of bugs. I think we had one last year. We were capturing in the recorder. Oh man, yeah, we're gonna be donating blood again. We're yeah, just trying to find uh, the best mosquito repellent. Yeah, yeah. I I read about. Uh, product. I don't know if it's out there, but instead of putting a smell that mosquitoes don't like, mm-hmm. it, it uses a kind of parazine. I don't know what it's called. It's like chloroparazine uh, compound okay. that uh, humans produce. All right. And it uses that to block our smell to the mosquitoes. Okay, so it, it makes them anosmic. The, like, it, does it block their sense of smell totally? Or yes. Just, okay, so it somehow makes them anosmic then. That's very cool. I don't know about that. But, uh, That's pretty cool. Um, 
it was like it was a study that I read. It was three years. It was like dated from twenty twelve. Okay. I don't know if that product came out or what, but <clears throat> I forgot. I have to go to Canadian Tire to try to find something. Right. No good. Some people say, "Oh, take." Lavender oh, shut up. Fuck off. No, no. Works. Fuck off. Massive amounts of... Deet. Of deet. <laughs> no, no, no. This whole... No, if you just you know, eat a whole lot of garlic, and uh, also if you uh, bathe in garbage... Uh, no, but fuck off. there are some people that were posting saying that they work uh, outside, they use this, and it works. Use what? Like, there's all kinds of recipes. Yeah. I saw it on, on Pe- Facebook. People say lots of things, though. Oh, I know. You know, I could say that the heavier object falls more quickly than the light object, but it doesn't. It doesn't matter how many times I say something. Yeah. But in my experience, your experience can fuck off. Um, no, just well, take a look. Why would somebody say that it works for them if it doesn't work? Cognitive them? dissonance, my dear. You go through all the trouble of mixing up some stupid potion and rubbing oh, it on your skin, you, then you say it works. You want it to work. Well, you, you believe it works. Oh. Right? It's like when you say that you, uh, when people buy something that's expensive compared uh-huh. to something that's cheaper. Like if I say to you, um, well, I, th- I think Peter Dark did his, his PhD thesis was partly like this. Oh, yeah? People would buy... Uh, stuff and if it said it was on sale versus not on sale, oh, yeah. people bought the thing that was on sale even though they said it was a better deal, even though it's exactly the same uh, item at exactly the same price. But if it said it was on sale, so oh, it's a better deal. Oh, just the words on yeah. sale? Yeah, yeah, and we do that all the time, right? So if I, what do we pay for? Let's, I'll, I'll pick a round number. We paid roughly mid thirty thousands for our car. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now let's say it was a good deal. We got a good deal in the car. Uh, considering the car we got, and all kinds of good perks, blah, blah, blah. However, let's just say I see an ad for a comparable Ford Escape, let's say for a Honda CRV, which is a comparable car, okay? And I see that they're selling them for 28000 which means I'm out, you know, eight, 9000 bucks. The first thing I'm bound to think to myself is, yeah, but, you know, the Ford Escape's a lot more reliable. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm convincing myself that, I, that spending that money was worthwhile. You know, it's like when you buy, well, I, I, my Xbox One cost me three ninety nine. okay? The next week, the price dropped to three forty nine, so it cost me 50 extra bucks. It doesn't bother me that much, but I thought to myself, I immediately thought to myself, yeah, but I got the whole Master Chief Halo game, I got all those games. It's like, no, that doesn't matter, you've played all those games on the original Xbox, you idiot. I, I immediately recognized what I was doing. But yeah, so people, oh, I don't know, it works for me. No, it probably doesn't. Probably, you know, licking your own skin after you've rubbed your mouth with sandpaper actually does it. I don't know where that came from. It's Fifty Shades of Grey, perhaps. Uh, doesn't help you with uh, mosquitoes, but if you were enough of an idiot to go through all that trouble, you're going to convince yourself. I do that all the time. Lick yourself with a... No! What? Wait, what? No. Everybody does it. It's... We do it all... We all do it. It's a thing. It's when you recognize that it's important, right? 
So sometimes you say to yourself, and this happens a lot buying groceries and then you see another price in another store, buying buying almost anything is, is a, a classic thing because you could actually quantify it. That's the nice thing about buying stuff is you can quantify it. You can say, well, I, I was able to have it a month earlier than that, so it was that was worth the extra 50 bucks to me. Right? Well, it's like when the Xbox One came out, they were $4.99. I wasn't going to buy one then. However, I talk, I know people that did buy them, and they said, yeah, I'm going to spend an extra 100 150 bucks until you get one, but I'm going to get all that extra playtime that you don't get. And, you know, that's not cognitive. That's, a, that's actually really explaining something. That's not like... Uh, well, really, the, uh, the forest stamp is just the best player car. <laughs> it's, that's just bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or, 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 like, sort of making up justifications, right? Uh, no, I, 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 but I just want something that works. I don't care yes. how expensive, how cheap. It is. <laughs> I care how expensive it is. If it costs, if it, if it involves plating me in gold to keep the mosquitoes away. I don't want to come back covered in bites like I did the last time. The first Jonathan, time. I counted its bites. He had like I know. over sixty bites. The poor kid. I, the worst are the ones on my feet. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna cover my feet all the time. I'm gonna be wearing like big woolly socks. <laughs> well, we'll get a lot of pictures of that for the podcast <laughs> as well. Ready for the blog? I'm gonna, I'm gonna invent some kind of body. Mosquito armor is going to be like a total one. Yeah, it's called a shirt. Can, <laughs> you just wear a shirt. Bite through clothes all the time. Maybe your clothes. Don't bite through my clothes. You're wearing those they sheer nighties or something in the camping. They can't bite through jeans. No. Much. I just they also I don't, I don't get bitten that much. As much as you were drawn to, uh, I don't know why that is. Uh, there, there are differences. There are certainly individual differences in the internet. Yeah, people get I think that's right. They, they, can't, they don't. They don't like acidic blood or something. Now like your blood's that. that's your blood. Nobody's blood's that different from any, anybody else's blood. I read something like that. It might be your sweat. It's not your blood. Uh, not your blood. If your blood gets, if the pH of your blood changes even a minute level, you just die. You know those things about, hey, you should eat this because it'll make your alkaline diet. That's a complete bullshit. If you change the pH of your blood by like 0.1 one way or the other, you just you die. <laughs> you, you can't do that. So this idea that you can change the acidity or basic or, or, or alkalinity of your blood is no, so completely wrong. Your blood doesn't have the same. Acidity as my It's not blood. about acidity of your blood. There's no way it is. It can't be blood. It could be sweat, though. That I could see. But blood, it's a very seriously regulated thing, the pH of your blood. There's no way it's about the acidity of your blood. Um, I, I, I bet it's sweat, though, or some sort of pheromone. And it could be acidity there. Or it could be you know, the amount of times you've eaten garlic. Could be all about uh, rubbing onions so, on your head because they couldn't be able, they wouldn't be able to smell our blood. No, probably not. But your sweat, they can't. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, 
So if you were to pick a song to go out on tonight, what would you pick? What, what song would you pick? Because I always, I always pick the music because I'm doing it on Boss Jock. But we're getting close to the end here. And uh, maybe you could pick the song or the genre, perhaps. You got any there ideas? Was, or? There was um, on YouTube, there yeah. was a, a song, a ukulele song that I wanted um, Ross to learn to play it for Maddie called Adlin Madeline Home. <laughs> <laughs> We're not playing that. It's not going to be that. Too bad. Because I can't get that easily. I know. Something. Hmm. Do you have a song you like or you want? I can just pick something too. Well, I have songs I like. You don't have my music, so what's the point of asking me? Fine, okay, then... Put whatever you want. I will put whatever I want. Go ahead. I will. I'll do that right now. <laughs> um, anyway, thanks everybody for listening. Thank you, Isabel, because we had to do the recording uh, sitting here while we drink uh, Pernod, or I'm drinking Pernod. What are you drinking mm -hmm. there? Gin and... Gin and tonic. Gin and tonic. As per your... As per my orders. Chips. That's right, because uh, it's, it's lower in carbs. Trying to lower the carb intake. No chips this week, nothing but nuts. I eat rice crackers. They're full of carbs. I know. They're rice. Rice is carbs. Anything you can make flour out of is carbs. Five rice crackers. Well, you should probably go run around the block a couple of times to make sure you blow that off. All right. Remember, you can always follow us on the internet. We'll <laughs> see you next time. Candidates debate. Laugh about it, shout about it when.